Hey teachers, I'm Carly Walton and this is the Teach Music Online Podcast, a show where you'll find tips and strategies for growing your music studio. I'm all about helping you automate your business, grow through social media, and teach with only the best online tools. Welcome, happy Monday. This week I'll be sending one podcast listener a webcam. All you need to do is head over to iTunes and leave a review for the podcast. I'll take a look at all of the reviews at the end of the week and randomly choose someone to receive a webcam from me. Your reviews help this podcast grow and reach more teachers around the world. If you don't know how to leave a review, all you need to do is go to Apple Podcasts. So you can do that from your computer or on your phone if you have an iPhone. Find the Teach Music Online podcast, scroll to the bottom and click on the five stars. Then you'll be able to leave a review review. And thank you so much for those of you who have done so already. Today I'm sharing a podcast review from Barry Music Online who said, Carly's experience, enthusiasm, and wisdom for online teaching is conveyed in these podcasts. Here's where I was at. Due to COVID, I had to transition my 68 students to online only online only lessons. There is no looking back for me. I am now exclusively online and my business has grown with a wait list. Now I'm trying to figure out how to clone myself. Needless to say, I needed to educate myself and my families on technology set up for the best sound and lesson experience. I also needed to get crazy organized. I've been exhausted. I needed some inspiration. This is a lonely world being an online teacher. Zero interaction with other teachers and the demand to stay relevant in this competitive market. These podcasts have given me a new zest for staying energized, taking care of myself, getting fresh new ideas, and knowing I'm not alone. I'm truly thankful for Carly and her time in these podcasts to impart her wisdom and inspiration. I highly recommend all online teachers to listen to these podcasts. Don't try to reinvent reinvent something and spin your wheels. Carly has has done the work and helps us save loads of time and energy. That was such a great review and it was actually left quite a, a long time ago on the podcast and I found it today and thought, oh, I need to share this because it goes along so well with what I'm talking about today. And what we're talking about are challenges, the challenges of being an online teacher, of being an, a business owner. You know those things that weigh on your mind and make you feel like, if only I could solve this problem or offload this to someone else, I'd be a much happier teacher. Have you felt like that? Have you felt like that recently? Maybe you felt like that this morning. Recently inside the membership, the TMO membership, we asked our members their top challenges and struggles. So I chose four of the most common ones to present here on the podcast today. I think it will be validating for you to hear that others deal with the same issues and challenges. I'd also like to share a few recommendations and resources for helping you overcome these as well. If you're a new listener and you haven't heard of the TMO membership, I run a monthly membership for online music teachers around the world. Within the membership, you get access to several courses, monthly coaching calls, and our thriving, excellent community. It's been three years now. I cannot even believe it. We launched in September of 2019, and I absolutely love being able to offer something so valuable and life-changing to teachers. If you want to learn more, you can go to teachmusic.online forward slash invited. There's also a link in the show notes. Okay, we're going to dive into these challenges, common challenges. There are four of them. Number one is time management. Time management. 
And to be honest, I think this is going to be a challenge that's ongoing for anyone that runs a business, even at the level I'm at and even at the level that people I admire and have mentorship from. We all are always trying to find ways to better manage our time. So this is what some teachers said about time management. And this is what they put in the membership. One said, now I suppose the hardest thing is staying focused on what needs to be done now or today. I get enthusiastic about new ideas and sometimes find myself down a bunny trail. There is no boss to make me stay on task. I have to make and reassess my to-do lists regularly or I will find myself way, way out in left field smelling the flowers. (laughs) Someone else said, time management for sure. Right now there are way too many things I'm wanting to do and not enough time for all of them. As a result, I burn out or I get overly stressed. And taxes, ha ha, always taxes. Another teacher said, I want to do so many things and learn so many things that all take time and energy. However, I feel guilty spending time with those things while my husband, who recently retired, seems to always be waiting for me to be finished so I can do something with him. And one more, there there were a lot on time management. Um, Let's see, this person said, time management with that impacting me getting invoices out on time. I'm looking forward to getting further into this course and automating my payments. There are a lot of individual things I struggle with in business management, but I think the time management is where I need to start. Okay, so let's unpack this a little bit. I want you to think about how valuable your time is. How valuable is one hour How valuable is a half an hour or an entire day? It really, time is everything. What you're giving your attention to really should be thought through. It really matters what you're putting energy and time into. How much time are you spending in the weeds versus teaching or doing other things? So when I say in the weeds, I'm referring to how much time are you... um, creating those invoices, or looking up new lesson plans, reinventing the wheel with teaching, right? Looking up new equipment, setting up, getting set up. Maybe you're flustered with a parent. Maybe you're spending a lot of time on marketing or replying to emails or dealing with difficult students or difficult families. So there's a lot of things that we do that you don't realize at this moment you don't need to be doing. You can just completely eliminate them. No one is going to manage your time for you, unfortunately. No one can do it for you. Like one of the teachers said, I don't have a boss. One, th- one thing that is helpful inside our membership is we do hold teachers accountable for the goals they set. So that that is like a next level is having a community where you feel like you can report, return and report to after a week of trying to be productive. So I have three tips. The first one for time management is to automate lesson payments, period. No more excuses, no more, well, this family wants this way, this No, you're a business owner, you get to choose, you get to decide. So how are you going to do that? Are you going to use Fonz? Are you going to use my music staff? Are you going to use a PayPal subscribe button? What is it that you're going to use? Make a decision today. It doesn't matter that you're in the middle of a semester or in the middle of a school year. Whenever you're listening to this, we're done with that. So you need to start automating your lesson payments. That means you are not doing individual invoices per student per month. 
There are very, very few teachers I would say that need to do that. I can't think of any that I've talked to where I said, yeah, in your situation, you should be doing that. No, you don't need to do that. Number two, no more makeup lessons. You are spending time right now reaching out to people, trying to plan makeup lessons, and then teaching makeup lessons. Inside TMO, the TMO course, we present a lot of ways to do this, how how to create your lesson payments and plans. But the first thing is to drop the makeup lessons. Just drop them. Leave all the guilt behind. You don't need to feel guilty about it. Number three is to plan out your month and batch your tasks. This is the strategy I teach you in our studio time management system where you are going to divide all of your tasks into categories and then you're going to choose which week you work on them. And then you're going to be really strict with yourself making sure you actually make that happen. Okay, so those are our quick three tips for time management. The second challenge that's quite common among teachers is business, being professional as a business owner and dealing with parents. So this is what some of our teachers said about this. One teacher said, the business side, always reminding myself I'm a professional. I'm educated with experience. I offer a quality product and I'm worth what I charge, no excuses. Another teacher said, I think for me, it's the setting my foot down and sticking to my policies with difficult parents. Some parents think they can tell you how to run your business for them. And I've had to learn to stick to my guns and they don't always like that. I still get anxiety from it, however, and that affects my day. It doesn't hardly happen at all anymore, but when it does, it always throws me for a loop. Just had a parent not like that I challenged them to nicely give me at least four hours notice to switch to online and not last minute. He pulled his kid out of lessons over it and it was just silly. I did everything very professionally, but at the end of the day, you can't always fix it. I wanted to share her story because I think it's relatable. I think it's something all of us no matter the instrument we teach have been through because there are, are there are adults like this <laughs> we have to just deal with we have to learn how to deal with them and as wise and as experienced as you are it really can still affect you so i just wanted to give you some helpful thoughts today um, to help you work through these kind of these moments that are challenging i i think all of them all of us can come across a difficult parent maybe once a semester or once a year and it can be helpful to have some tools so that when that happens um, it doesn't ruin your entire day. So I don't know if any of you have heard of what's called the model. It's from the Life Coaching School and it's something that I try to utilize in my daily life, in my business, in everything that I do. So I'd love to give you a brief explanation of what it is and how you can apply it in this type of situation. So the acronym is CTFAR, and it stands for Circumstance, Thought, Feeling, Action, and Result. So a, a, a way to think about this is that a circumstance is not what causes your feelings. It's always how you think about the circumstance. So the question is, how can we think differently? So let me just try to say that again. It's never the circumstance that causes your feelings. It's always how you think about the circumstance. So 
this is something that a lot of people have never realized or even thought of. We think that our emotions, our thoughts, our feelings, they just come to us. They just happen that we have no control over them. And I'm really happy to tell you that that's not true. We can actually change our thoughts. We can actually choose what we want to think. And it is not rely or dependent on the circumstance. So in this, let's say that you, let's just run through a scenario. Let's say that you get an email from a parent that says they're removing a child from lessons. No explanation, no idea. It's kind of immediate. That's the circumstance. A circumstance is something that can't be argued. So the circumstance is not if you said, Somebody doesn't like my teaching and so they're going to leave lessons. That's not a circumstance. That's actually what you think about it. The circumstance is, in this situation, just what they said in the email. It's something that cannot be argued. So it's something that just happened. So when we have any kind of thought that is disruptive or ruins our day, we always can trace it back to something that happened that can't be argued. So you get this email What a lot of us would think the thought then is that was rude. That's maybe the thought we have. Then with the feeling is we feel bad. We feel bad or sad. The action after that is we are flustered and the result, the result of being flustered is we aren't as good of a teacher or polite to people that day. So again, this all of these thoughts, feelings, action, and results lead back to a, one email we got from a parent who's removing less, who's removing their child from lessons. So that's the circumstance. So all we need to do in this situation is change the thought. <laughs> it's like all we need to do, right? It's not. It's actually not that easy, but. I, I want to share I want to share this quote with you from Brooke Castillo who does the life coach school. She said, "We don't want to stop or resist negative feelings. We simply want to be aware of them and allow ourselves to feel them if and when we want to. When we become aware of those negative emotions, we can look at them and decide if we want to keep them or think something differently." Okay, so now that you're aware that you can change your thoughts, the next time this happens, when you get something that happens where it makes you feel anxious or upset at a parent, I want you to stop and decide if you want to use your time to feel that way or if you would rather not. And then choose how you want to feel. If you want to feel upset and angry, you can feel that way and you need to recognize you're choosing to feel that way and you're allowing that person to have power over your emotions. Or... You, well, it's also, it's not bad to feel that way. Like, we're allowed to feel those and we shouldn't resist those feelings. But I think a much better way is to first feel the feeling and then decide, okay, I'm going to move on and let's change the thought around. Let's decide how we want to feel. So let's say you get that email. What can we think instead? We can neutralize the thought. Instead of thinking that was rude, we can think, She is a parent, period. 
Just having the thought she is a parent will help us to, to think differently. Then we realize, oh, this person has a life, has circumstances, has finances, financial situation, has other kids, things that I'm unaware of. She's a parent. Now that completely changes my emotion around it. It allows me to react differently. It allows me to think differently about myself. It allows me to realize that their choices have nothing to do with me as a person. They don't mean anything about me. And then I can think things like, oh, I guess my studio is not a good fit for them. I hope they find a really great teacher. Or, you know, it maybe makes you feel, um, anticipate who you can fill that lesson time with. It just completely changes it when you first recognize the negative thought and shift it. So I know that was a little bit long-winded, but I think it's a really, really valuable skill. And just to come back to this main idea, it's never the circumstance that causes your feelings. It's always how you think about the circumstance. So my invitation to you is anytime you have a moment with a parent or a student that completely throws you off for the rest of the day, I want you to track it back to what happened And I want you to recognize why you're feeling that way. And I want you to, I'd invite you to try to think about it differently and neutralize the thought so that it doesn't mean anything about you and it doesn't mean anything about them. And you can choose how you want to feel. This is going to change your day. Like this will completely change how you go throughout your days because the more practice you have with it, the better you get at it and you're able to just recognize the negative emotion faster and change them. Okay, the third challenge from teachers is marketing and branding. So here are some things teachers said. One teacher said, I have a hard time with marketing mostly because it's difficult for me to see what makes me unique, valuable, and selling myself. It's also difficult doing everything on my own, which is why having this group is so wonderful. <laughs> this, the next, another teacher said, marketing because I never know what's working and the online marketing world seems to change so fast. She's right. It is changing so fast. And if you have any fear or hesitation around marketing, here are a couple of thoughts for you. Any fears that you have are really just excuses that you're telling yourself. There are so many incredible resources online to help you make marketing easy and make it happen and start getting new students immediately. Is it going to take some learning? Yes, it is. Is it gonna take some change? Absolutely. Will you need to commit some time? Yes, but that doesn't mean that it's not going to be really fun along the way. One of my goals as a coach inside Teach Music Online, as somebody who's creating content and teaching you and putting out all this stuff on the podcast and creating new courses, is to make your business fun again. Maybe it was fun the first five years and you've forgotten. It can still be fun and learning how to run your business and learning how to do all the marketing things can also be really, really fun. All of it. It can all be really fun. But you have to decide it's fun and quit having the negative attitudes about learning new skills. And I also love thinking about how things get easier with time. I think back to when I was learning how to create a lead magnet or something that I could, like a downloadable PDF on the website or a sign up for a webinar or how to post on social media or how to create graphics. 
the first time I did all of those tasks took a long time, like hours or days. But now I can do all of those things within five or 10 minutes. But it, I didn't, it wasn't like that at first, but I'm so grateful for those skills now because of how much they've improved my business and how I'm able to work in my business. Okay, and the fourth challenge, and this is a really big one. It's one we could talk all day long about. <laughs> and we have, we've had coaching calls on this. I mean, so many things. Um, the challenge is fear of raising rates. Fear of raising your rates. Maybe you have been at a point in your business where you're thinking you want to raise your rates or feeling like you're not making enough money or you should be charging more per hour, but you just have this like, feeling in your chest that feels really tight when you think about it. So here's what some teachers said. One te- well, one, one teacher said, she said, currently I am struggling with the need to raise my rates, but worried that I will lose students or cause financial hardship for students I love. I did a significant raise in January of 2021 and a small one in September of 2021, combined with transitioning to a flat monthly rate. I should do another raise in September, but I keep going back and forth about whether to make it small or big. And with the crazy things going on in our world, piano lessons are often seen as a luxury instead of a necessity when costs rise and money gets tight. You, I'm sure, have had these same thoughts. And I... I can agree with those thoughts. I've had the same thoughts as well and wondering when to raise rates and how much. There are there are so many things to think about. And I would say thoughts of fear and worry and thinking too hard about it is not going to do anything for you mentally or for the growth of your studio. Your swirling thoughts around what if or what's not going to work or or what if they say this or that, Are they're just not getting you anywhere. So if you have this challenge, I just would invite you to take a step back. And here are three things you can do. The first one is to have a vision for the type of studio that charges a premium rate. How does that teacher feel and think about herself and her studio? How does she talk to families about her prices? You need to think that way starting now. So I'll say that again. How does that premium rate teacher think and feel about herself and her studio? Can you embrace those thoughts now instead of waiting until you become that person? And envision who is that? What do they, how do they talk? How do they present their business? Can you borrow some of those thoughts and apply them to your studio? The second thing is to borrow from the success and example of dozens of teachers around you who have made these rate changes and made it happen. What have they said about it? We, I, I can think of more than a dozen, if not two dozen teachers in the last year in TMO who've raised their rates and are thrilled that they have very few people that drop or are have any kind of pushback, okay? And the third one is to set financial goals and use our rate calculator to see exactly what it is you need to charge to reach your income goals. This often makes rate changes easy and a no-brainer. So when you think of it from a business side where you're going, I actually need to charge this much, it's way easier. You're not just like picking a random number and trying to convince yourself. No, you're saying there's inflation in the world. I need to charge a little more for my living expenses, for my savings, for my kids' schooling, whatever it is, and charge what you need to charge. The rate calculator helps you to input how many students you teach and as well as a whole bunch of different factors that can 
help you see what you should be charging each month per student. So I guess one of the biggest things in this episode today is inviting you to think differently and inviting you to think, how do you want to think? How do you want to feel? And you, I'm giving you that permission to start thinking that way right now and versus telling yourself someday you'll get there. You can actually just start thinking those things now. You can just tell yourself you are a premium teacher. You can just tell yourself that you have positivity around your studio. You also can surround yourself with teachers who think that way. I hate to say it, but our Facebook groups are very negative. There are so many Facebook groups with venting, with talking down about parents and students, and they really drive me crazy because you just get a bunch of negativity and then you get 50 plus teachers sharing their opinions and often are also like, like, how dare they? How, you know, you're the victim. And I don't like thinking that way because I don't think it gets us anywhere. The TMO community is completely different. It's a place where we can su- support and help each other and provide actual helpful information versus like, I don't know, just a myriad of ways to think negatively about things. So if you find yourself in those spaces too often, I'd invite you to leave them, leave those groups. <laughs> I hope that that's not the Teach Music Online group. We try to keep it really positive, the Teach Music Online Facebook group. But for sure, if you're a TMO community member, you know exactly what I'm talking about. It's just such a positive place with so many people willing to help and willing to give you those helpful thoughts. Okay, and as we end this episode, I would just invite you to write down any challenges you have that weren't mentioned today. I want you to write them down, look at them, and face them head on. Then get clear on why you're feeling a certain way around these challenges and seek out the tools and resources that you need to change. It's not going to happen overnight, and it's going to feel hard, but all good things are hard. All growth in a business is challenging and hard. And that's actually a really good thing. If you feel like you're you're kind of hitting walls or feeling these challenges, that shows me and tells me that you're trying to upgrade your studio. You're trying to be better. You're trying to work through things, through things. <laughs> so embrace embrace the hard. And I, I just want to add that life would be really boring without those challenges, without any challenges, right? I think it would just be so boring. <laughs> So let's embrace new things, challenges, working together to get rid of the things that are hard, create more time for ourselves, create happiness around what we have as a business owner in our studio, in our teaching, in our communities, and what you're providing people because it's incredible. That's it for today, teachers. I hope you have a great rest of your week. Who is your business coach? If you don't have one, I would be so honored to be your coach. I created a virtual course and coaching membership called Teach Music Online that I want to invite you to join me in. With 60 plus videos, online teaching certification, monthly live group sessions, hundreds of hours of recordings, and online forums, you'll know exactly how to create a thriving online business that gives you the flexibility and freedom that I know you deserve. Plus, you'll have the support of hundreds of like-minded teachers along the way. So when you're ready to really take what you're learning on this podcast to the 10x level, then come check out the Teach Music Online membership at teachmusic.online forward slash membership.
Thank you so much for listening. I hope that you have an amazing week and as always, happy teaching.